Chapter 18 of Life of St. Gerard Magella. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information, or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by John Brandon. Life of St. Gerard Magella by Rev. O. R. Vassal Phillips. Chapter 18 The End Draws Near the news of st gerard's illness was received with the greatest consternation at caposelli the father rector wrote to him without delay telling him to remain at Oliveto as long as his kind friends there desired to keep him and his own health required he also sent him a companion in the person of a lay brother called francis fiore when this brother arrived at the priest's house he was himself so ill with a violent fever that he could not even mount the stairs to visit our saint he had to be put to bed at once on the ground floor gerard was then told by the physician don joseph salvatore of the illness of the newly arrived brother francis will you have the kindness to tell him from me said the servant of god that through obedience he must drive away the fever get up and come to pay me a visit our duties are marked out for us and i cannot spend my time in nursing a sick man the doctor looked amused and hesitated about delivering such a message however as st gerard insisted he went downstairs to his second patient the instant brother francis heard what gerard had said he rose and went to pay him a visit as he had been told when the saint saw him he said with a gentle smile what a state of things we have been sent out to make a quest and you allow yourself to catch a fever be obedient and see that it does not come back again then turning to the medical man he said would you have the kindness just to feel his pulse to his utter astonishment the doctor found that the fever which had been raging a few minutes before had now entirely disappeared seeing the archpriest and his brother lost in amazement gerard said simply this astounds you no doubt it looks like a miracle in reality it is only an effect of obedience either that same day or the next the good physician saw a similar favor granted to his own sister she too was in a high fever ill as he was the saint managed to go and see her he simply said there is nothing the matter with you as he spoke she was suddenly cured a few days previously a shopkeeper of caposelli had been taken very ill before having recourse to any human remedies his son sent to st gerard begging that he would have the charity to recommend his father to the blessed virgin gerard replied by a letter as soon as this letter came to the house the sick man was restored to perfect health seeing and hearing of such marvels as these don angelo salvatore determined to endeavor to obtain from his holy guest a still more remarkable and important cure there was living at Oliveto at the time a priest named dominic sassi who had fallen a prey to a strange disease the consequence of scruples which had impaired the use of his faculties 
he remained almost all day shut up in his room where he indulged without any cause in terrific yells like those of one distraught although his life had always been irreproachable he was a victim of the blackest despair he only went out at rare intervals for seven years he had neither been able to say mass nor even to receive any sacrament his friends during all this time had not been idle they had taken the poor man to the most celebrated places of pilgrimage all however had so far been without apparent result god's hour had not yet come here again brother gerard was to be the instrument of our lord's goodness when the saint was first told of the sad state of this poor priest his humility at once took alarm what can i do he asked a little coldly but soon as usual his compassionate charity won the day he went quietly to visit don dominic on beholding the stranger the unfortunate madman began to send forth his ordinary shrieks gerard was in no way disconcerted he made the sign of the cross upon his head at once the poor sufferer grew less violent then seeing a harpsichord in the room gerard induced the priest to touch it the story of david and saul now repeated itself but this new david placed the instrument of soothing in the hands of him to whose soul peace was once more to come together they sang our lady's litany at the joyful sound of the sacred music the whole household came running to the room with grateful hearts all rendered thanks to god it was evident that the poor priest was at length completely cured he might have said mass the very next morning but gerard thought it better for him to be satisfied for the first two days with receiving holy communion on august twenty eighth he said mass again after a lapse of seven years the whole parish determined to surround the sacred functions with due solemnity don dominic's friends and relations accompanied him to the church all was ready gerard however was not present it was known that he wished to go to communion at this mass so a message was sent to tell him that the holy sacrifice was about to commence he was found in an ecstasy the crucifix pressed to his heart his face pallid as death his eyes half closed insensible to all sounds the archpriest his brother the physician and several other persons were summoned all looked with wonder at the saint they left him with god and went quietly away on their return after some time saint gerard had come to himself he suspected that he might have been seen in a supernatural state so said quietly i slept but little last night this morning i was overcome by sleep he then accompanied them to the church we may here observe that don dominic never again missed mass if he ever experienced any difficulty about celebrating the divine mysteries it was enough for the archpriest to tell him to do so in the name of brother gerard and all his trouble would immediately vanish when the people heard the bell ring for his mass to begin they would always say to one another let us go and see brother gerard's miracle 
indeed miracles were heaped on miracles during these closing weeks of the saint's life thus one of the archbishop's brothers went into his room one day to ask his advice on a matter that was troubling him and found the servant of god in prayer before a crucifix and raised off the ground he thought it better to leave him in peace but as he was closing the door st gerard turned round and spoke to him don philip i know what you have come about have no scruples about such and such matters that are disturbing your conscience leave yourself in the hands of god's providence these words corresponded exactly to the needs of don philip's soul oliveto heard more than one prophecy at this time fall from the lips of the saint thus as he was going away from a certain house he happened to leave his handkerchief on a chair a young girl noticed it and handed it to him no said st gerard do you keep it yourself perhaps one day it will be of use to you as a matter of fact when in years to come this girl now married was in her first confinement she was at the point of death she then invoked her holy patrons but experienced no relief until in her extremity she thought of brother gerard's handkerchief as soon as this was brought to her the baby was safely born and all went well the witness who has recorded this fact concludes his statement with the following words my grandmother jealously guarded this relic eventually it came into my possession but there now only remains in my hands a tiny shred for i have been obliged in order to satisfy the devotion of the faithful to cut it up into tiny bits for distribution after eight days had been thus spent full of marvels at oliveto st gerard thought it right to go back to capicelli he grew daily worse than better and it was quite evident that it would be impossible for him to continue the quest for which he had been sent out of his convent under these circumstances the archpriest and his brothers could not interpose any obstacles in the way of his return and all was arranged for his departure before leaving oliveto never to be seen again in this world the saint went to say farewell to the family of don angelo pirafalo whom he held in high esteem his last words to these friends were in themselves miraculous and spoke of his approaching death look sometimes he said to them towards the convent of capicelli as long as you see a white cloth floating from a window there so long you will know that i am still alive when it disappears you will know that i am dead we should remark that capicelli is more than ten miles from oliveto and thus it would be naturally speaking quite impossible such a distance to distinguish the convent windows notwithstanding st gerard's prediction was fulfilled to the letter during the rest of his life the mysterious signal was clearly visible at oliveto it vanished only at his death end of chapter eighteen recording by john brandon